Okay, so as most of you know, we are basically in the middle of the fourth quarter and we are all gearing up for quarter one and the new year. So there are a lot of different talks, a lot of different tips going on out there about different like systems and processes, what you should be doing. And even though we get these tips and we get these suggestions, we also need to make sure that these are the right tips for us for our businesses and our brands. Not every system and process will work well with every business. Not what everyone else is doing will work for you. So taking that time to really find out what will move the needle in your business, what things you should have in place for your brand, and just how to overall get more organized. We're going to talk about getting organized as business owners, as entrepreneurs, as CEOs of our brands. And I'm going to give you five tips on starting this today. Hey guys, welcome to the Socials and Business Podcast, Mindset to CEO. I'm your host, Mercedes K, New York and Florida-based content creator, coach, and CEO of GTM Digital and Kajora Co. I'm a science girl trained in medicine, but knew something was always missing. When my mom passed away, I realized life is too short to be doing anything that is not your true dream. So I took a leap and started my own entrepreneurial journey. Now I help other women and influencers do the same. I work with new boss babes and help them build successful and profitable brands with social media and uniquely styled coaching. We will cover everything from tips and tricks to building your brand, social media, everyday life, and self-care for the new entrepreneur. I will also be interviewing boss babes and guys from around the world that will offer expertise and guidance for female boss babe CEOs just like you. Tune in on Wednesdays at 5.30 a.m. for new episodes that are sure to help jumpstart your brand and navigate this crazy world of social media and business. But before we get started, let's give our Instagram account shout out to Social Assets. That's S-O-C-I-A-L underscore A-S-S-E-T-S. You guys know what to do. Make sure you head over to Instagram and check them out. And if their content speaks to you, don't forget to hit that follow button. Now it is time to dive into this exciting new episode. Hey, bosses. I am so excited that you guys are tuning in for another week of the Socials and Business Podcast mindset to CEO. It has been really crazy the past couple of weeks. And I did take a small little hiatus. And now we are back. But before we get started, as always, I cannot do what it is that I do without the help and support of all of you. So before we get into anything, let's kick this off by you guys giving yourselves a round of applause. Okay. 
So now if you listen to the beginning of this podcast, I spoke a little bit about systems and processes, all the tips and tricks and suggestions that are floating around for entrepreneurs and business owners online and just within our general networking space. And it's very important to have systems and processes in your business. However, you also have to make sure that these are the right systems and processes for your business. Not every system and process is going to work for you. Not every tip, trick, hack, and suggestion is going to work for your brand. So just make sure you are doing your due diligence, doing your research, and not wasting time on things that will not help you, and really focus on implementing what needs to be implemented, as well as what's best fit for your brand. So we are just going to jump right into it. And this is the second installment of my challenges in business mini series. And we're going to talk about five ways to get organized before the new year. Now, you guys know I'm all about time management, and I will always talk about my routine because even though my routine works for me, it is a good, it's it's a good base point to create what will work for you. And when it comes down to managing time, there's a lot of different ways to do it, but some things just kind of, they're there and they're always going to be there. It's not really going to change. So when it comes down to managing my time, I like to look at what needs to be done within each quarter. Once I look at that quarter, I look at how I can break that down into the three months within the quarter. Once that is done, I now look at how to break those months into weeks. Once they're into weeks, now I can give them their dedicated, you know, amount of time that I feel I may need to work on them. So organizing your days can help so much with keeping you on track with your business and also your personal life too. And a lot of us forget that, you know, we are people, we are human. We're not just CEOs. We're not just business owners and entrepreneurs. So being able to give everything a dedicated time to be done will help you manage your time a lot better. And we want to start doing this before we step into the new year because no one wants to go into a new year. You're looking at new ideas, new possibilities. You're ready to take your business to the next level, but your time management is non-existent or all over the place. There's no structure to it. And you're still running around like a chicken with your head cut off. So that is one thing that definitely needs to stop. And that's, you know, this is a way that helps me to stay organized. So I'm always going to share that with you guys and feel free to, you know, pick and choose and take little bits and pieces and see what works for you. Even if you have to start slow, it's hard to just implement something so drastic if you're not used to it. So start out slow, but start getting organized and managing your time a lot better. 
Some people like to do this on like the computer, on their tablet. Some people like to actually write things down, you know, make lists. This is okay. Put stuff in, you know, your calendar, put stuff in your planners, however you need to get it done. Sometimes I like to physically write things down. It's just a method that has worked for me since, you know, undergrad. So I still continue to do it. So do what works for you, but just make sure you are doing something that will organize and manage your time. Number two, focus on what is important, true priorities. Everything is not important. Everything is not like a life or death situation right then and there. This can be within our personal lives, within our business, and with our clients. A lot of times our clients, what they feel is an emergency really isn't. So being able to set those boundaries and have your clients, you know, understand, you know, what the priority should be and focusing on those without having extra things thrown in. But the same for us, knowing what is a priority and not allowing a whole bunch of other shit to just get thrown in there, throw us off, get us all unorganized, all stressed out, all burnt out. So really decide what are my priorities going to be for the new year? What, you know, how do I put those priorities into goals and objectives within the quarters and then really start breaking them down so that you can focus the right amount of time on the right priorities. And yeah, just, just stop, you know, stop allowing yourself or even other people to tell you what should be a priority. You need to know this for yourself. You need to figure this out for yourself. So really take the time and look at what you're doing, how you're doing it, how it needs to be done, the time frame it needs to be done in and start setting the right goals and priorities up front and making sure that those are taken care of before anything else trickle down into, you know, your to-do list. Number three. Now this kind of goes hand in hand with managing your time, but managing your calls and emails and appointments. I mean, let's just get, let's get real here. How many of us will sit here and go through our emails? We, and a lot of us have more than one. So you're sitting here and you take a few hours just reading emails, responding to emails. How many of these emails can actually wait until a different time of the day or even the next day. Let's say the following day is a lighter day for you. Everything does not need to be done right then and there. And emails is a huge thing. And it can, it's embarrassing. Like one of my emails is at like 96,000 unopened emails. And my business emails are a hell of a lot more organized and that's because I have help with that. But can you imagine like if I was sitting there actually trying to clean that out or I'm sitting here reading, you know, 20, 30, 40 emails every day trying to respond to all of these, you know, emails. And it's like, I can be doing something else that's way more important in my business, something that's moving the needle in my business, but I'm spending time on something that isn't necessarily 
a priority. Also, our calls. We all like to do our calls differently. Me personally, I prefer to do calls on certain days and different types of calls on certain days so that I'm not doing the exact same thing every day because I will get bored very quickly. But not just, you know, I've had people just out of the blue, you know, oh, you know, can you hop on a call? And when I first started out, I was the first one. Yeah. Like what time, you know, do you want to hop on now in 30 minutes at two o'clock? And I would just accommodate, I would stop what I was doing to hop on a call because that is what was convenient for someone else. But it wasn't convenient for me. It made me lose track of time. I ended up getting way behind on things that were way more important, the actual priorities, because I was trying to please everyone else. But once I really started setting those boundaries and, you know, no, like I, we can't do this right now. Let's do this at six o'clock or let's do this the following day or even a later day in the week. So really managing your calls, your appointments. I mean, some of my appointments are in person, some are on zoom, some are on the phone and just they can become like a fucking hassle sometimes. And when we just, you know, do things to please others, especially clients, we will sit here and put an appointment in, in the middle of a day that's already structured that completely just fucks up the entire flow. Why are we doing this? So really just taking some time to decide on the different calls we're going to do, what days we're going to do them on, how long they're going to be. I mean, actually structuring our calls and controlling them so that other people are not controlling our time by taking over the calls. Really, you know, setting some time aside specifically for your emails where you can go through them, you can favorite you know, what you want to go back to, handle it however you need to handle it and make your appointments where they fit in. That's not going to disrupt your life, your business and your personal peace. Hey, bosses. You guys know I am all about organization and time management in my personal life, but it is even more important in my professional life. This is why I use HoneyBook. HoneyBook allows me to schedule my calls, view several calendars, batch emails, create proposals, contracts, send invoices, and that is just a few benefits of this CRM. I cannot imagine running my life and especially my business with it. And guess what? You, yes, you can try HoneyBook for $1 a month for six months. You heard that correctly. $1 a month for six months. Check the link in my bio on Instagram and the podcast show notes to find out how you can start using HoneyBook today. So, 
So we got through the first of the five ways to get organized before the new year. And we're going to look at number four, get rid of clutter. And I know this can be tough for a lot of people. This is something I struggled with for a very long time um, in business and even before business. I was one of those very, I had organized chaos. And that's because, you know, I was in school. I was, you know, doing rotations in the hospital. I was going to lectures. I was also a mother, a wife. So, I mean, my life could get very hectic and chaotic very quickly. So even after all of that and transitioning into business, I learned to work in organized chaos. And that's just how I was functioning. And even, you know, like my workstation, my, you know, home office, when we got, you know, an actual physical office, I would just have so much shit on my desk, around my space. And believe it or not, I sat down one day and I'm just like, okay, there's just too much going on here. I need to just straighten this up a little bit, organize this a little bit. So I started looking at like what was on my desk and a lot of it just didn't need to be there. So I just started moving it. Okay, this doesn't need to be here. You know, this is so cluttered right here. Like why are there so many wires and chargers and just all different types of things, having, you know, uh, a bottle of water, a coffee cup with coffee in it and, you know, mics and headphones and cell phones and notebooks. It was just so much. And I decided, okay, let's, let's get rid of some of this stuff. Do I need this at my desk? And if I didn't need it at my desk for the day to do my work, I put it somewhere else. I put it away. So when I decluttered my space, my working space, I noticed how my mood around my professional space changed. I felt more confident. I felt more ready to tackle the day. And yes, this is psychological. You know, it's all about the mindset, but I felt like I I set myself up for success by giving myself a nice, neat work area to work in. I am notorious for writing things down. I love planners. I love physical calendars. I love physical notebooks. And, you know, I would just keep track of everything manually. But I also know that this is the digital age. So I started, you know, moving things over, you know, to my computer where I could access things from my phone, from my laptop, from, you know, my my iPad, if I had to, and just going paperless with a lot of things, especially expense list, the expense list, excuse me, we're getting tongue-tied, um, and just like, you know, business banking, all of that. And instead of just doing everything like manually and just having like file cabinets full of papers and stuff like that, I went paperless and you know, it worked out really well. And it also helped me to stay a little, keep 
my personal space and workspace a little more organized. So if that's not something that you're doing, it's definitely something that you can consider. And you may prefer the old traditional way, and that is fine too. But trying something new, you know, you never know. It worked well for me. It could possibly work well for you too. And number five, managing your expenses. So as business owners, whether you are new in the space, you've been in the game for a while, we all know that there are some expenses that come with running a business. And these expenses, depending on what stage or level you are in, can be very large or they could be, you know, fairly small. But it doesn't matter if something is $5,000 or $5 in my eyes. Money is money and we need to be managing it the proper way. We need to keep our business funds separate from our personal funds. We can't use our business, you know, our business money for personal things. So we really need to start managing our expenses. A lot of people are talking about how the economy is going right now. And there are so many people who are preparing for a recession. So with all of that going on, it is a good idea to really start looking at our expenses and seeing where we can cut costs. It doesn't only help us, you know, financially, but it helps our business. You always want to use your money in the smartest way that you possibly can. So really looking at your expenses, seeing where you can cut costs, seeing where you can kind of group things together and save money. These are all great ideas and tips to help you start managing your business finances a lot better. And I am going to give you guys my last bonus tip. And that is get used to, get used to and comfortable with saying no. Now, if you are a people pleaser or a recovering people pleaser like myself, it is hard for us who wants to please everyone when, you know, the nice guy or the nice woman, the nice, sweet little entrepreneur comes to us and wants something. And we find ourselves saying yes. And what happens is we end up saying yes to things that truly don't move us or truly aren't you know, they're not benefiting us. And it's not something that we're putting 110% effort into. And what happens with this is that we end up taking on way more than we should. We end up getting overworked. We end up getting burnt out because we are trying to please everyone else. Your responsibility will always come to you first and your business not everyone else. It is okay to say no. And I will happily tell someone, no, it's a no until it's a yes. 
And I will really think about it because if something else comes along that I really want to do and I can't do it now because I've taken on so many other commitments that one, I either wasn't interested in, I just wanted to help people, this, this will, I will have resentment deep down inside about that. And a lot of us, we don't talk about that. And we just please others. But in the back of our heads, we're like, why the fuck did we even take this on? We don't, we don't like this niche. We don't like this work. This isn't moving us in the direction that we want to move in. Some people do this because they need the money and they want to please people and they want to keep clients. Some people do this because they just don't know how to say no when they are approached with something. So my bonus tip is to get used to saying no. Really prioritize what needs to be done for the new year, what you want to accomplish in 2023, and anything that is not going to move you in that direction or help you complete your goals and objectives, do not even consider taking it on. So you guys know, I love to hear from you. So let me know, you know, how are you preparing for 2023? Are you organized? Are you trying to get organized? How are you, you know, how are you setting your goals and making sure that you are focusing on those true priorities? I want to hear about all of it, your calls, your emails, your appointments. If you have a junky workspace, tell me about it. Even though my workspace is not too bad right now, I completely get it. I can relate. I want to hear about it. So make sure you check the questions and the polls in the show notes. And as always, I want to hear from you. So hit me up on social media, emails, DMs, I am ready to connect. Again, I am so excited that you guys tuned in for another episode of the Socials and Business Podcast. And as always, we will chat again soon. bosses. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to head over to my Instagram account at Kajorico and give me a like and follow. The best way to support this podcast is by following and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I truly love hearing from all of you. Don't forget to screenshot yourself listening to the Socials and Business Podcast Mindset to CEO and share it on your Instagram stories. I would love to connect with each and every one of you. I run polls and ask questions, so be sure to look for those in the show notes. I love keeping up with social trends, giving tips on business, and posting about entrepreneur and influencer lifestyles. So be sure to follow me on all of my socials. You can catch the Socials and Business Podcast Mindset to CEO on Wednesdays at 5.30 a.m. As always, thank you for tuning in and we will chat again soon. Thank you.